Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. I'm Neo. Welcome into the Skeptic Arena. Today's article, Preparing the Way to Montgomery, by Reverend Rusty Lee Thomas, the National Director of Operation Save America. He begins, Today ends my time in Montgomery. It is now off to the next battlefield in Jackson, Mississippi. Reverend, I'm getting all choked up. You are bringing back memories of when I was a little brainwashed child sitting in church singing Onward Christian Soldiers. You brave Christian warriors heading into battle against pregnant women seeking medical attention just gives me goosebumps all over my body. Rusty wrote, Many of you may have heard the last remaining surgical death camp was vandalized in Jackson. Reverend, by surgical death camp, I assume you're referring to the women's clinic that performs legal medical procedures. Please go on. He wrote, of course, the media tried to imply it was those radical Christians who intervened to save lives and end the Holocaust who are responsible. Reverend, those pesky reporters are always getting in your way, aren't they? What with their investigations and everything. How you must long for the good old days when you guys used your real name, Operation Rescue, and reporters knew that if they reported too much, they might be next on your firebomb list. He wrote, we will prayerfully dismiss that lie soon. Reverend, Prayer won't dismiss it. Only evidence can do that. The Reverend continues. A press conference will be held to deliver the following statement tomorrow. If the crime was committed by a misguided individual, we call that person to repent. We oppose any act of destructive behavior in an attempt to end the evil of abortion. We know that we cannot overcome evil with evil, but rather with good. So Reverend, why the change of heart? Did you guys run out of bomb-making materials? Or are you having trouble finding people who are willing to go to prison for murder? What you need to do, Rev, is book a trip to the Middle East and meet with some imams. They have mastered the art of convincing innocent people to become murderers who will sacrifice themselves for a cause. Rusty wrote, If this crime was committed fraudulently by an abortion provider, or supporter, we call that person to repent. Acts of desperation and deception only serve to further expose the bankruptcy of their cause. Yeah, Reverend, because they have such a history of hurting themselves to make you look bad. I wonder how they got all those doctors and staff members to kill themselves. He wrote, regardless of whether this crime was committed by friend or foe, we are not going anywhere. 
We will persist in this fight until abortion is completely abolished through the power of Jesus Christ. Reverend, it seems as though Jesus already weighed in on the issue in 1973 when he allowed Roe v. Wade to grant reproductive rights to women. How could that possibly have happened if it were not his will? He continues, The Lord prospered the way into Montgomery. First stop was in Birmingham to meet with the local movers and shakers. They were receptive to the vision and mission of our national event in Montgomery, Alabama from July 11th to July 18th, 2015. Reverend, it's not surprising that the ghost worshipers were receptive. After all, we are talking about the Bible Belt, a tumor in the lung of America. He continues, our plan is to visit Birmingham one day to confront the one remaining surgical death camp left, Planned Parenthood. From there, the saints will be treated to a tour of all the locations that once murdered babies, but are no longer operational. They have all but one been shut down. It will be a look what the Lord has done tour. Reverend, if the Lord did it, what does he need you guys for? How come throughout your long, bloody Christian history, your God always needed humans who were willing to do his killing for him? Does his invisibility prevent him from interacting with the real world? I ask because it didn't prevent him from killing in the Bible. Is this an evolution thing? Rusty writes, From Birmingham, it was off to Montgomery. Sunday morning, Ben Dupre, our local contact, invited me to his church. The people made me feel welcomed and gladly received the purpose of the visit. Afterwards, Ben set up a meeting with those who are interested in helping Operation Save America come to Montgomery. There were about 10 people who showed up for a nuts and bolts meeting. One of them was a pastor whom the Lord just birthed into the battle. He has stepped up to come alongside of Chief Justice Roy Moore to defend biblical marriage against the juggernaut of the homosexual agenda. Reverend, biblical marriage isn't what you seem to think it is. I can quote you dozens of verses that prove that the biblical model of marriage is polygamy. In the Bible, your God denounced almost everything that humans did, but he never once complained about or punished anyone for polygamy. Adam and Eve is one of the few marriages in the Bible between two people. And that was because they were the only two frickin' people for Christ's sake. Reverend, have you noticed that the majority of Christians nationwide are turning against you violent nutjobs and supporting gay marriage? I have. Since only 4% of Americans are atheists, that means that over 90% of those who support gay marriage are Christians. He continues, as the theme, Let Justice Roll, was being presented, Ben Dupre could no longer contain himself. He had been sitting upon something and was looking for the right moment to share it. He jumped up, whipped out his cell phone. Phew, Reverend, you scared me there for a minute. He continues, and showed everyone there a picture. It was a picture of a plaque that hangs outside Chief Justice Roy Moore's office. 
Reverend, it's too bad he didn't show everyone a picture of the Ten Commandments monument that forced Moore out of office in 2003. Rusty wrote, out of all the scriptures in the Bible, guess what scripture reference it might be? You got it. Amos 5.24, which states, But let justice roll down as waters and righteousness as a mighty stream. This was our theme scripture for the event. What are the odds that this would be the scripture that not only hangs outside of Moore's office, but each justice that sits on the Alabama Supreme Court has a smaller plaque with this passage inside their office? Reverend, I would say the odds were pretty good. It demonstrates the iron-fisted control that Moore exerts over those unfortunate enough to work beneath him. How much you want to bet that each justice also cuts his hair the exact same way that Moore does? That's how dictators operate, Reverend. That explains how Moore was able to pressure the other justices into joining him in disobeying the federal court, which had ordered Moore to grant gay marriage licenses. He wrote, If it was in any other setting, I would have danced like King David danced. It was a powerful witness and another sign that God was leading us to Montgomery. Reverend, I can remember preachers talking exactly like you are talking now about marching down to Montgomery to bring holy war to black people. All you've done, Reverend, is to switch victims. Rusty wrote, the next day it was off to the last remaining surgical death camp to visit with David Day. The abortion clinic, like many that we have seen, is dilapidated. Reverend, that's not surprising since religious conservatives now control the nation and its purse strings. Money for the poor, the sick, and the disappearing middle class is drying up as money is being diverted to the usual Christian priorities, guns and Bibles. He wrote, the outside tells the story of the inside reality. Right down the street is the governor's mansion. David and I walked down there to pray for him. Reverend, when you people bombarded Jesus with millions upon millions of prayers in 1973, why do you think he ignored all of you? You've got no answer, do you, Rev? If you keep pissing him off, he just might decide to let the IRS start taxing churches. Then you will finally get that holy war you've been itching for. Rusty wrote, Immediately, as our eyes were closed in prayer, we heard radios go off as state troopers took their post. Reverend, you should be used to that by now. You murderous bastards have cost this nation dearly and set us back centuries. State and federal troopers were required to control you religious freaks when you were doing everything in your power to hurt African Americans, and now they are forced into action to protect gay people and women. If Jesus came down to earth today, Reverend, he would personally kick each and every one of you little freaks right in the crotch. He wrote, we ask God to grant this governor the backbone to stand for marriage and with Chief Justice Roy Moore. Reverend, so you are asking the governor to end divorce? Gay marriage adds to the number of married couples. Divorce subtracts from the number. If you want to stand for marriage, you would be defending gay marriage and attacking divorce. 
but you aren't. That proves this has nothing to do with marriage. You are simply doing what fundamentalist Christians and Muslims do the world over. Viciously attack those whom you cannot dominate. Rusty wrote, On Tuesday, the Lord opened an incredible door and a special treat. Ben set up a meeting with Chief Justice Roy Moore. Reverend, that is a special treat. You must have gotten chills all over your body. He wrote, we had not seen each other for a while, but it was a blessing to see him once again. I thought the meeting would consist of a handshake, brief exchange of pleasantries, and perhaps a picture together, but it turned into over an hour exchange. During that time, Chief Justice Roy Moore agreed to speak at our opening rally. Right after that meeting, Ben led us to a prayer meeting at a church across the street from the Supreme Court building. We were hoping this church would host our rallies, but it fell through. Reverend, it sounds like the big guy turned off the blessings machine. What happened? Did one of you guys order shellfish for lunch? He continues, the Lord opened the door to address the intercessors who consistently pray for their city, state, and nation. Reverend, based on the fact that our nation just went through two wars and the greatest recession since the Great Depression, it doesn't sound like those intercessors are doing a very good job. Just out of curiosity, how much are those guys getting paid to talk to themselves? Rusty wrote, once again, they readily receive the vision and mission. The brother in charge is contacting all the prayer groups to begin now to fast and pray to prepare the way of the Lord into Montgomery. Reverend, when they tried all that fasting and prayer back in the 70s, they lost. Are you sure these guys are praying to the right invisible ghost? What if you're wrong? He continues, next mission trip, Alabama and Mississippi. Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may run swiftly and be glorified just as it is with you and that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men for not all have faith. Reverend, and it's getting a lot worse. Christianity has fallen to historic lows all over the earth. Next time you get down on your knees to talk to yourself, I mean pray, why don't you ask Jesus, what the hell is going on? He wrote, Operation Save America has chosen Montgomery, Alabama for our national event from July 11th to the 18th in 2015. Afterwards, it is onward to Montgomery to work with our local contacts, Ben Dupre, the Chief of Staff of Chief Justice Roy Moore, and David Day Sr., our boot on the ground. Reverend, boot on the ground? Is David an amputee? If so, I have a question about amputees. Why does Jesus refuse to heal them? I mean, for all the millions of prayers offered by well-meaning, devoted Christians, you would think that Jesus would break down and at least grow back one limb on a veteran. I mean, it's not like they're asking for an arm or a leg, is it? Oh, yeah, I, I guess they were. He wrote, the next phase of the campaign leads us back to Jackson, Mississippi, at the infamous Pink House Death Camp. In the next several weeks, Different groups are rolling into Jackson to create wave after wave against this altar of Moloch. Operation Save America will surround the death camp and unsheathe the sword of the spirit, 
which is the word of God. Reverend, what happened to all the bombs and guns that served your organization so faithfully in the past? How are you going to live up to your past glories if all you plan to do is throw Bibles at them? He continues, Operation Save America will declare God's word from the book of Genesis to the book of Revelations. Reverend, didn't you have to attend a seminary or some kind of Bible college to get your Jesus license? Or did you just get it online? Even if you got it online, you, a reverend, should know that the last book in the Bible is not Revelations, but Revelation. Are you sure you're a real reverend? And now Rusty concludes by writing, This ministry effort is called Word in Warfare. We will have rallies each evening. If you are in Mississippi, please invite family, friends, and churches to attend. I hope to see many of you in Mississippi as we once again seek to storm the gates of hell in Jesus' name. They will not prevail against the church of Jesus Christ. Reverend, you and your group of bizarre little freaks are one of the main reasons why the Deep South is still the armpit of America after all these years. You people are like a cancer that just refuses to go into remission. Most of the victims at the women's clinics are Christians. Remember, this is the Deep South. Just like the Muslims who suffer under fundamentalist Muslim rule, Christians continue to be the main victims of violent fundamentalist Christians like you. You and your criminal organization, no matter how many times you change your name, are one of the greatest evils to ever hit the planet Earth. Other Christians can't even stand your guts. But Christians and non-Christians alike are uniting to stop you. The KKK, a militant Protestant organization, once numbered 6 million. Now it's down to about 6,000. That means that only one out of every thousand of those Christian pukes are still left. Reverend, you people are next, and you can take that any way you want. And now we move to the science segment. Today's story, horizontal gene transfer. The sweet potato has been genetically modified by nature. Sweet potatoes from all over the world naturally contain genes from the bacterium agrobacterium. Sweet potato is one of the most important food crops for human consumption in the world. Because of the presence of this foreign DNA, sweet potato can be seen as a natural GMO. The researchers discovered the foreign DNA sequences of agrobacterium while searching the genome of sweet potato for viral diseases. Different research methods confirm the same conclusion. The specific sequences are not due to contamination but they are part of the sweet potato genome. The genes in the foreign DNA sequences were also shown to be active in the sweet potato, which can indicate that they provide a positive characteristic which was selected for by farmers during domestication. It is not the first time that researchers have found bacterial, fungal, or viral DNA in the genome of plants or animals. Genome analysis in recent years have found more and more examples of possible horizontal gene transfers.
In a horizontal gene transfer, there is an exchange of genes between different species. In contrast to normal gene transfer from parents to progeny, which occurs within a species. Finding similar sequences is not a full proof that they are the result of horizontal gene transfer, but in the case of the sweet potato, there are strong indications that this has happened. Indeed, agrobacterium is specialized to transfer a part of its own DNA, the so-called tDNA, to plants, and it is this tDNA that has been found in sweet potato. The mechanism that agrobacterium uses to incorporate its own tDNA in the genetic material of plants forms the basis of the GMO technology. While agrobacterium traditionally introduces its tDNA only in a few plant cells, biotechnologists have succeeded in regenerating plants from these cells. The finding of tDNAs in sweet potato now reveals that this extra step has also occurred in nature thousands of years ago. The natural presence of agrobacterium tDNA in sweet potato and its stable inheritance during evolution is a beautiful example of the possibility of DNA exchange across species barriers. It demonstrates that genetic modification also happens in nature. In comparison to natural GMOs, which are beyond our control, human-made GMOs have the advantage that we know exactly which characteristic we have added to the plant. And now for the final segment of the show, famous quotes. Today we have an anonymous quote. Faith is not a virtue. It is the glorification of voluntary ignorance. Are you ready, Bruce? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.